हरि ओम आई एम गोड टू स्पीक ऑन चैप्टर फोर्टीन ऑफ भगवदगीता टूडे चैप्टर फोर्टीन इज अबाउट थ्री गुणाज द सत्व रजैंड तम बट देन श्री कृष्णा हैज गिवन अ लिल बैकग्राउंड ऑफ दिस गुणाज बट वेन ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट द बैकग्राउंड ऑफ द गुणाज ही इज ऑल्सो टॉकिंग अबाउट two different ideologies and how they are same and first of them is vedanta philosophy vedanta the one that talks about brahma the one that talks about maya and the other philosophy which is a sankhya philosophy which talks about purusha and prakriti and there is a third philosophy which is the tantra philosophy which talks about shiva and shakti there are some references which actually bring all these three together in bhagavad gita and there is a bit of explanation in chapter 14 about these two and also the tantra philosophy so let me explain what it is the idea here shri krishna explains is the parmatma parmatma tattva the highest divine being which is the creator of everything which is the source of everything which is the end of everything brahma पर ब्रह्म परमात्मा दीज आर द नेम्स कमिंग फ्रॉम वैदिक टर्मिनोलॉजी इफ यू लुक एट दिस पर ब्रह्म परमात्मा यू कैन कंपेयर इट विथ पुरुषा एंड श्री कृष्णा हैज यूज द वर्ड पुरुषोत्तम उत्तम पुरुष द हाइएस्ट पुरुषा पुरुषा सो पुरुषा इज सेम एज पर ब्रह्म पुरुषोत्तम इज सेम एज पर ब्रह्म इज सेम एज आदिनाथ the shiva now if you see this par- parmatma parabrahma purushottam and adinath what is this principle it's the principle of pure consciousness which is beyond time which is beyond space which is beyond perceptions which is unmanifest which has no birth no death now that principle is the origin from that principle a next dimension that is born out of parabrahma is maya as per the vedanta parabrahma gives birth to maya what is this maya the maya is a trigunatmak the 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 dimension with three gunas and this three guna dimension is nothing but prakriti of sankhya so maya is par- vedanta prakriti is sankhya philosophy and adi maya or jagadamba or shakti of tantra now this adi maya adi maya or maya or shakti or prakriti it's also called trigunatmika the one who has this three guna sattva rajatama has given rise to the manifested world the cosmos the manifested cosmos that we see the universe that we see is nothing but the form of this shakti or prakriti or maya now this maya though it's born out of parabrahma the or purushottama or purusha or the shiva that dimension of that 
पुरुषोत्तम और तट परब्रह्म कॉल्ड आत्मा और पुरुषा ऑफ सांख्य इज क्लोज टूगेदर विद दट प्रकृति सो नाउ दिस प्रकृति दैट इज मैनिफेस्टेड मैनिफेस्ट इन डिफरेंट फॉर्म्स एंड इन चैप्टर फोर्टीन श्री कृष्णा से इज दैट हु इज द क्रिएटर ऑफ दिस डिफरेंट लिविंग बींग्स एंड ऑब्जेक्ट्स इन द कॉस्मोस एंड यूनिवर्स इज द परब्रह्म विच इज क्रिएटिंग ऑल ऑफ दिस विद द हेल्प ऑफ माया सो देर इज अ एलिमेंट ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस पुरुषा शिवा और आत्मा इन एवरी लिविंग और नॉन लिविंग बींग सो नाउ यू हैव अ क्रिएशन एवरीवेयर अराउंड यू विच इज टू फोल्ड द माया द अपरा प्रकृति इन द सेवेंथ चैप्टर ऑफ भगवद गीता और प्रकृति ऑफ सांख्य फिलोसॉफी एंड विथ इट इज पुरुषा द कॉन्शियसनेस डायमेंशन द आत्मा द स्मॉल पार्ट ऑफ परब्रह्म और द शिव डायमेंशन इंडिविजुअल कॉन्शियसनेस आस्पेक्ट सो दिस इज हाउ वी कैन कंबाइन दिज फिलोसॉफीज टूगेदर टू मेक सेंस In seven chapter, Sri Krishna has said this para prakriti and apara prakriti. So para Brahma and this para prakriti, the same para prakriti is called here as Maya, Adi Maya. And then when that Adi Maya or Maya manifests, then it becomes apara prakriti. So this is a link. If you understand this, you'll understand the creation as mentioned in three different streams of thoughts in yoga. Let's move on to the chapter uh, subject of this chapter that is three gunas. Now the three gunas are born out of Parabrahma, and these three gunas are inherent qualities of Maya. Now these three gunas, the first guna is Tamo guna, Tamo guna. The second guna is Rajo guna, and the th- third one is Satva guna. See, Parabrahma is beyond gunas. The divine consciousness, the Adinath, the Shiva, or the purushottam or purusha they are beyond these gunas but the influence of gunas and influence of this maya is so powerful that that purusha in me the atma in me is influenced by these gunas so what makes me think i am this body is the influence of these gunas on me what makes me think this is a reality this is gunas and this is the subject that shri krishna has discussed in chapter 14 so let's discuss the first guna tamo guna tamo guna is the the lowest the basic quality of the nature tamo guna is where the knowledge doesn't manifest knowledge is there but it is in unmanifest form so it hides the wisdom and what is wisdom and knowledge the knowledge and wisdom is to know that i am the consciousness i am the atma i am the dimension of parmatma i have forgotten that and i identify myself with my body i identify myself with my emotions i identify myself with my desires i identify myself with my ideas my thoughts this is a false perception which has created this illusion around us that influences of tamoguna 
Because the Tamoguna is so powerful, it actually suppresses Raja and Sattva Guna. We'll talk about Raja and Sattva later. Now, Tamoguna is actually born out of ignorance or Adhyana or darkness. But Tamoguna also creates it more. So, it's like linked. Who is first? Ignorance first or Tamoguna? Because they go hand in hand. Now, what this Adhyana or ignorance create? It creates attractions and attachments. And these attractions and attachments create conditionings in us. I develop a habit. This habit is born out of Tamoguna. The Tamoguna creates attachment. I want to sleep. The sleep is born out of Tamoguna. All of us want to sleep more and more. What is the idea of relaxation? If you ask anyone in the world, the first answer that will come is sleep. Well, if you really love sleep, then sleep all the time. But the question is, will you be able to live your life? Will you be able to enjoy your life? No. Out of 24 hours, if I sleep 12 hours a day, it means half of the day I am sleeping. It means if I live 80 years, 40 years, I will be sleeping. Fantastic. This is Tamoguna. It brings laziness. That laziness, sleep, they are our biggest problems. This laziness hurts us everywhere in our day-to-day life. Oh, let me start. Disciplined schedule from tomorrow. I want to start practicing yoga. Yeah, yeah, I will do it tomorrow. The tomorrow never comes. It's a big problem. I want to change my habits, you know. I'm eating this too much. I need to stop. Well, I've been practicing this restraint for the last few years, but I have failed. Very intelligent people, successful people who have diabetes. You know, the adult person in the house, the wife is hiding sweets from him. An adult person, he knows sugar is not good for him. He is going for a treatment. He is a successful man. His intellect is there. He loves his family. He loves his life. So he wants to, you know, live longer. But what is the problem? Why someone else has to hide the sweet from him? Is the tamoguna that makes us slave of the habits. And we really don't want to come out of these habits. This tamoguna creates this strong conditionings which are very hard to break. Smoking habit. Person knows. Intelligence is there. Oh, it's not good. So many researches are there. So many studies have shown. I have heard it. I have seen my friend suffering. But I don't want to change. That resistance, reluctance to change comes from Tamoguna. And it brings Mudhata. Mudha is a stupid behavior. Pramada, 
arrogant behavior. I know it's not good, but I will do it. This is an influence of tamoguna in our life. Tamoguna also makes us forget our duties because tamoguna is hiding the true knowledge and it's also not allowing you to do your karmas, making you lazy. As a father, maybe I need to do something. But then I say, yeah, I will do it later. And then later on I feel bad that, oh, I didn't do this. As a son, I should do this. I know this, but I don't do it. And then later on, I keep feeling guilty. Oh, I should have done it. Oh, why didn't I do it? This is Tamoguna. Tamoguna actually indicates the false stability. It creates an illusion that everything is stable. Everything is steady. Nothing is changing. Look at yourself every day in the mirror. Do you think you have changed? You think you are same like yesterday. But check your picture two years back. And check your picture now. You will see the change. So there is a change. Every day there is a little change. But I don't notice it because I am influenced by Tamoguna. There's a spinning top. This example is given in many yoga texts and even in Buddhism. Similar ideas. Spinning top. It appears very steady to us, but it's actually moving. The earth, the sun, the moon, we think they're steady. But look after one hour, they're moved. This illusion of stability is created by Tamoguna. Because Tamoguna brings Gati Shunyata. The Gati is motion and movement. Shunyata is no motion. All the solid objects that you see around, soil, rocks, say iron piece, or say this wood, they all look steady. They are steady. There is very little change in them over a period of years because they have much more tama, tamoguna in them. But tamoguna is necessary also because if tamoguna is not there, you will not be able to see the shape. The shape, though it's illusion, it's caused by tamoguna. So we do need these conditionings. Some of our habits... Like you get up in the morning, you clean your teeth, go and have your shower. You don't really think about it because it had just become a habit to you. That is again a tamoguna. So tamoguna is necessary to some extent. I'm not saying that tamoguna is completely bad. But then tamoguna's influence, if it increases in our day-to-day life, it's going to influence our wisdom. It's going to influence our karmas. Jnana karma is completely influenced. It's going to make us lazy. It's going to make us not break the habits. It's going to make us get involved in self-destructive behaviors. The addictions, they come from Tamoguna. Inability to come out of the addictions, come out of 
Tamoguna. If you see Tamoguna's dimension, it actually creates limitation to the size, to the shape, to the idea of change. So, Tamoguna is a limiting quality. Your body has a shape. If Tamoguna is not there, it just goes on increasing. You are a child, the body started growing. It is because of Tamoguna that you stabilized your height, your growth to some extent. Otherwise, you just keep on growing. There is a limit. So, that limit is because of Tamoguna. You have teeth. If the teeth start growing, 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 it is a problem. It stops somewhere. Is the limitation is by Tamoguna. So, Tamoguna, though it is limiting, that limiting aspect is good in many ways. The next guna after Tamoguna is Rajoguna. Now, Raja is the quality of movement, motion, dynamism. And this dynamism inspires your karmas. But this Rajoguna again suppresses the other two, Tama and Sattva. So, when the Rajoguna becomes dominant, the more desire is for karmas. And what type of karmas? It brings attraction, it brings desires. All the desires, sensory desires that we experience in our day-to-day -day life are born out of Rajoguna. The ego, the I, <clears throat> anger, anger, desire, ego, they are directly born out of Rajoguna. It's a quality of dynamism. It creates attachments, very strong attachments and thirst, Trishna. The word Trishna that is used in Buddha's teachings is connected with Rajoguna in yoga. It brings instability to your mind, instable mind, thinking this, that, 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 this thought, that thought, that thought gives rise to desire, that desire gives rise to your karma and then you start acting, oh I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do that. Oh, I will go here and I will go there and I will do this, I will learn this. Whatever desires, they are connected with Rajoguna. The most powerful aspect of Rajoguna is, it creates sensory pleasure desires, desires for sensory pleasures and sensory objects. And that keeps us busy all the time. It doesn't let you sit steady. So, Rajaguna Look around everywhere in the society. Our society is becoming very fast today. In city, we don't have time. We don't even have time to eat. This is crazy thing. Say, oh, I don't have proper time to eat my food. Why are you working? It's Rajoguna. I want to make everything beautiful. I want to have more money. What for? For my desires. Rajoguna. I want to become more successful. That's my ego. What? Rajoguna. This type A personality, the super achievers, 
द मिलियनर्स बिलियनर्स सुपर एक्टिव पीपल पॉलिटिशियंस आई वॉन्ट पावर आई वॉन्ट मनी ऑल ऑफ दिस दिस इज अ बॉर्न आउट ऑफ रजो एंड वी ऑल हैव दिस सेंस ऑफ अचीवमेंट समवेयर वी वॉन्ट ऑल दिस डिजायर्स टू फुलफिल्ड दैट इज ऑल बॉर्न आउट ऑफ रजोगुणा द अर्थ दैट अपियर स्टेडी इट्स नॉट स्टेडी दैट्स रजोगुणा द स्पिनिंग टॉप स्पिनिंग फास्ट दैट्स रजोगुणा द सन मूविंग रजोगुणा द सीजन्स ऑन अर्थ चेंजिंग रजोगुणा the dynamism of water rajoguna buddha's idea here comes the main philosophy of buddha where he says sarvam kshanikam everything is momentary because nothing is steady don't think that your body is going to be the same like yesterday it has changed today already it has become little older whether you like it or whether you don't like it whether you accept it or whether you don't accept it doesn't make any difference this is rajoguna changing everything sarvam kshanikam and because things are momentary sarvam dukham everything becomes pain and suffering everything ends in suffering i run behind the sensory pleasures and then i have lots of money so i can enjoy all my sensory pleasures but when i have all that money i have diabetes i can't even enjoy the chocolate so it has brought suffering to me that is rajoguna ultimately ending up in suffering so bhagavad gita chapter 14 has clearly said rajoguna ultimately creates suffering and that is exactly what buddha has said so is buddha's teachings you can compare it with rajoguna concepts the next guna is sattva gun the last one which is the purest of these three and it brings wisdom raj sattva guna is the quality of wisdom the true wisdom who am i the atmajnan the self realization but it also brings the positivity in life sattva guna is a quality of peace and happiness that happiness is a pure happiness which is not like the happiness of chocolate which is not the happiness of pleasures the sensory desires it's just a pure happiness when you look around you look in the sky and the sky makes you happy look at the beautiful river makes you happy this positive state is the state of sattva guna sattva guna is a quality of purity the water is very muddy and you can't see anything that is tamoguna mud mud earth stability tamoguna when there are moments in that water that's rajoguna 
you still can't see anything but you can feel the force and when that moment is stopped and when all that mud settles down you can see clearly through that water that is sattva guna its purity cleanliness atma shuddhi purity inner purity this sattva guna results in higher discrimination vivek as a word used in bhagavad gita vivek ability to discriminate between right and wrong good and bad i want to get up in the morning at 5 o'clock tamo guna will stop you from waking up but sattva guna will allow you to wake up a peaceful way rajoguna will create stronger desires and strong motivation to wake up and all that there's a force behind rajoguna sattva guna is a quality of peace sattva guna results in restraint and that reflects in everywhere the way you walk the way you talk the way you express yourself the way you control yourself the way you restrain yourself the way you eat shows your restraint the way you are making effort to earn money shows your restraint the way you talk to your partner or to your friends or to people shows your restraint sattva guna reflects in every behavior that you do sattva guna is also discipline that discipline which is not overtaken by raja and tamoguna in sattva guna there are desires in sattva guna you need to eat the food because it's necessary for your body a person who is tamoguna though he knows that this food is good for me he will not eat it he will eat the wrong type of food but in sattva guna you will only eat the right type of food even if some you know high fat diet say pizza is there and you know it's making you put on weight no it's full of cheese it makes you lazy makes you sleep more that's tamoguna it stimulates your desires some 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 food atoms stimulate your desires like lot of sweet and chili it stimulate your desires that is rajoguna food when the sattva guna is dominant you will choose the right food and you will not be attracted to this tama and raja quality food shri krishna says that the one who is full of sattva guna his indriyas his organs arsh lighted you can see the light there what do you mean by that it's a very interesting statement he made light means discrimination what to see what to hear what to eat what to speak every indriya every organ is influenced by sattva guna there is restraint there there is discrimination there there is 
decision making of right and wrong good and bad positive negative and the karma follows the intellectual decisions this is sattva guna the desires are there in sattva guna but they are restrained desire is not bad suppression of desire is bad and expression of desire is bad a restrained controlled expression which is necessary to survive is sattva expression moving ahead if the sattva is dominant the person involves in the karmas as karma yoga he understands his dharma he understands what is the right thing for him to do he understands the rules of nature he understands the right action in every situation sattva guna allows you to control your anger sattva guna allows you to control the ego sattva guna allows you to understand things from a very non attached perspective and it brings purity <clears throat> to your heart but still sattva guna binds you by two things once you start displaying this qualities of sattva guna you fall in love with yourself and that again creates a sense of ego if you see this some personalities in our day to day life who have achieved something good and people appreciate them people admire them and they get attached to that so they have this big ego that is shri krishna says that that sattva guna can create this sense of achievement connected with knowledge and joy positivity but he goes further and the last point he says to arjuna is he says that don't get of course sattva guna is the better one than rajoguna and raja rajoguna is better than tamoguna but you have to look beyond these three gunas if you want to understand the moksha if you want to achieve the highest state of union or uniting with the parabrahma you have to go beyond these three gunas so arjuna asks him what are the signs of a person who has crossed these three gunas and he says that the person who has gone beyond this you can easily see the person though he lives in a regular life day to day life though things are there in his life he still is unaffected by everything so again go back to the chapter 12 and the qualities that shri krishna has said he has narrated all those qualities again here but he has added one very interesting quality again it was there in chapter 12 but probably i didn't explain it there he said udasina sakshi the one who is just a observer just an impartial observer to his own life to the events that are happening in his life he is with people but he is still non attached he is doing his karmas but he is not attached to the fruit of the action so that absolute sakshi bhav or impartial 
observer state of mind is gunatit you talk about mindfulness this is the highest level of mindfulness that you are talking about in chapter 14 the next sign he says is again is his his given it in the previous chapters the one who is focused all the time on the true nature of the parmatma his mind and his intellect is always thinking about it so whatever you look around whenever you look around whatever you see any object any person any event the understanding is not influenced by your sensory organs and ego but it is influenced by a bigger picture where you see this paramatma in everything so this is about chapter 14 so ultimately those three gunas are there to influence shri krishna says to arjuna that you have to go beyond these three i'm going to stop here hari om